Uh, my life has just became a big-ass podcast at this point. Mic check, mic check, mic check, one, two. You might get checked when the mic checks on you. Welcome to episode 23, I believe, of Stream of Conscious. I'm your host, Darrell Harris. And today, I don't feel the greatest, but I'm still grateful for another day of life. Um, I haven't been able to do cardio because my ankle was bothering me and I couldn't go into work today because I don't think I could walk on it for a long period of time today. I think it should be fine tomorrow, but we'll see. And the first thing that I want to talk about today is not wanting to reproduce. I know the ultimate goal in life for a vast majority of people is, what the hell? I know the ultimate goal for a lot of people is to have a kid, raise them up, and be able to pass the torch before they kick the bucket, but that's not where I want to go in life. It's 50% personal and 50% just looking at it objectively. And from the objective standpoint is this world is going to be extinct. I believe a whole lot faster than experts are predicting. And one of my conspiracy theories is either Yellowstone is going to explode that coronavirus was just the first wave to extinguish humanity and there's going to be a bigger virus or the rapid change in weather is going to destroy a lot a lot of foundations around the world and if i had to put a number on it i would say This is me. I have no evidence to back this up. No divine hand speaking to me. But I believe within 200 years, we're going to be extinct. But I am up for adopting a kid. Because this is going to turn to my point. I know what it feels like to not have a sense of identity because. not, Not even let me say that. Edit, edit that out. And I'll just move on to my next point, but I will, I'll look into adopting later down the road. God damn it. Sorry, my, my body isn't as young as it used to be. And my second point is how being called a white boy gave me an identity crisis. Growing up, I wasn't the normal kid. Still not today. Because I was I was very happy-go-lucky and arrogant. And this clashed with the two biggest races around me, which is black and white. On the black side... Um, most people are angry about something and I was never that kind of kid and they focused on socializing and 
being a quote unquote tryhard was the worst thing to be. And <laughs> I was definitely a tryhard growing up. I definitely gave 110% in a lot of things, and that rubbed people the wrong way, specifically my own race, which is why my Uncle Tom face actually happened. Because while everybody was outside doing crazy shit, I was just the kid that was coloring in between the lines and expanding on ideas that most kids don't even think about. So I got labeled weird and I was never truly accepted into the black community. And while I was having this identity crisis around, I want to say ninth grade, I really found my click amongst the, amongst the quote unquote white people because they shared a lot of similarities with me and where we think outside of the box and we just speak a certain way. So for about five years, I was so deluded in self-hate that I seen black people is not me. Like, bro, who the fuck are y'all, bro? Y'all niggas are not me. Y'all ain't my people. Like, fuck out of here. And recently... I started just getting back into hip hop and looking at all of these black leaders doing these amazing things. And I was like, you know what? We're not so bad. And the fact that we're physically superior and able to have really strong convictions, I feel like that's that's the that's our black privilege that we don't take advantage of enough because we're never really growing up. You're not really taught to dream. You're taught to be quote unquote realistic when being unrealistic for me is the way to go. And I say all of this to say that if you're ever lost along the road of life, just keep moving and you'll get back to where you're supposed to be. Um, I'm going to skip the rap theory because I talked about Will Smith for an entire 15 goddamn minutes yesterday. Um, I talked about my ankle injury. Um, how life doesn't go the way that you imagine. I would say I had three really big dreams that I wanted. I don't think I ever talked about them in depth, but one of the dreams was to be an NFL player. But the position I was at was an offensive lineman. And when I was about nine or 10, I was able to hang with the big boys, even though they were only a little bit bigger than me. But as life went on, I started to slim down and the lineman only got bigger and it got to the point where I couldn't block effectively. And 
around my sophomore year. Um, I was still halfway committed to trying to make this work and maybe find some way to bulk up. But the 50%, the other 50% of, okay, bro, this dream is dead. I knew it before I quit, but I didn't want to give up that reality because this was my big dream. This is what I wanted since a kid. And it hurt when I had to let it go. But looking back, I still I still love every single minute of being on that field, of working through problems, of heated heated discussions and just a whole lot of locker room activities that'll never see the light of day. Football will always have a special place in my heart. And my second dream, I feel like I can still do it, but I don't have the I don't have the commitment to do it, which was to be a rapper. And I've been writing religiously for 10 years. And I think that's where I truly honed in on my shoot from the hip mentality of just doing things off the cuff and pre-planning slightly. But most of the things that I do in life are intuitive. And my third dream ties into my I want my name to be mentioned with. The Joe Rogans, the Bill Burrs, the the Bill Burrs, the Long Beach Griffies, the Trey Rags, the Kanye West. When all is said and done and I look back on my life, I just want to be able to say, yo, I was in the debate for one of the greatest, one of the greatest accomplishments to ever have, which is to be an incredible solo act. Because my strength doesn't lie in being a people person, but I can be cordial enough to where if I'm in a business meeting or I have to link up with somebody, I can I can make it work. But I don't think I'll ever have a co-host on my podcast. I'd love to do interviews, though, and Kanye West is number one. If I have an interview with Kanye West before the day I die, oh man, Jesus Christ, look at me talk about dreams, man, ah, I want it so much, I want it so bad, and that's why I'm out here doing this, dragging myself through the mud, even when I don't feel like podcasting, I'm doing it because I have the bigger picture in mind. And I know to get to that bigger picture, I have a long way to go. And the best way to start is one foot in front of the other. And this leads me into my next point to where I'm not really comfortable exposing myself. I've never been the type of guy to go to somebody and say, I'm not okay. Even even when I've broken down. I've cried so many times and nobody ever seen it. I've had legitimate mental breakdowns. 
even when I was going through the depression, I was carrying that weight on my shoulders. I was like, man, can't nobody help me with this. So I'm going to just carry this weight by myself and I'm going to find a way to break through. And looking back, I know it wasn't the best way to do it, but it was all I knew at the time. And just like I said last episode, going along life, you're not going to have all the answers, but you have to move and adjust and adapt no matter what, because the only thing outside of growth is death. Yeah, I just took a second to let that sink in, because if you're not growing, you're regressing and that was probably the hardest lesson I've had to learn in life is that I hurt myself so bad because I wanted to maintain this um, facade that I was living. Like, everybody's going to be happy. We're going to be together forever. I'm going to have these friends until the day that I die. And I learned the hard way that life doesn't work like that. And I had to pull... <laughs> I had the rug pulled from under me and it fucked me up really bad. Yeah, it really fucked me up. But now that I pieced myself together and made this little patchwork of a man and I'm slowly but surely molding into the person that I want to be. I'm learning to let go of things that I can't control. And learning to be grateful for every single day, even when things don't go my way. And if there's anything that you ever pull from any podcast that I do, it's that it's going to be okay. And as long as you love yourself, that's all you need. I didn't plan on getting this philosophical. Jesus Christ, man. And with that said, the inspiration of the day is to keep moving no matter what. Rain, sleet, snow, nothing is going to stop me from getting to episode 100 the Stream of Conscious. Nothing is going to stop me from becoming the biggest solo act of all time. Nothing is going to stop me, period. And I want everybody to have that mentality to where you're being the best version of yourself no matter what. And even when you get the rug pulled up from under you and you're down on that eight count and your vision's blurry, everything's all dizzy, staying in the fight is the greatest gift you can ever give yourself. Yeah, that's a pretty good episode. All right. May blessings continue to rain down on you and yours. And this was episode 23 of Stream of Conscious. I'm your host, Daryl Harris. See you next time.